This is the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast, and this is episode number 201. Welcome back to the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast. Hello again. Hope you're having a tremendous week. I am your host, Bruce Irving, here with you for another episode of the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast. And I know the pizza is in the name of this podcast, but if you're not a pizza operator, you're just a restaurant owner or a local business owner, this show is for you. We talk about marketing for local businesses. We tell stories of restaurant owners and pizzeria owners. I'm joined by tremendous guests in the pizza world and the marketing world, and we try to help you figure out what's working today so that you can grow your business in a better, more easy way and have a better life. It's really what we do the show for. I wanted to start this podcast so we could have great lives running businesses, uh, and I try to help you do that with this podcast, our website, smartpizzamarketing.com, our, our blog posts over there, our live show over on Facebook, all that good stuff you can find over at smartpizzamarketing.com. Com. Okay, today's episode is going to be a pizza and pasta expo review. I'm going to go over and share some info that I found from visiting this year's pizza and pasta expo in Atlantic City in New Jersey. Uh, it was a pretty good show. Uh, we'll go over some who spoke, what they spoke about. We'll go over some of the keynote speakers, some of the seminars that they had. In all honesty, I didn't sit in on all of the seminars they had there, but I did pop in and out of a few of them. Uh, we'll go over who was the who the speakers were, what the topics were, and what I thought of those talks. We'll also discuss a little bit about the show floor, and I was actually a judge, and we'll talk a little bit about what it was like to be a judge and what the winning recipe was for the to the the one the pizza category that I judged with a few of my friends and the other categories that were available. What the winning formula was for those as well. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast. This podcast episode is brought to you by The Mail Shark. If you're looking for a full-service direct mail company to advertise your restaurant, you got to check out The Mail Shark. Over the past decade, they've helped thousands of pizzeria owners just like yours grow sales with custom direct mail solutions. Mail Shark knows how hard it can be to find time and money to consistently market your restaurant. That's why they give you the option of spreading your mailings and payments out over several weeks. This approach helps you free up cash flow and gives you a steadier stream of new customers so you can better plan for food and staffing requirements. Best of all, they let you get started with no money down. If you want to learn more about how the Mail Shark can help your restaurant grow, then go check out themailshark.com forward slash SPM, or you can simply call 484-240-2854. Okay, that website again was themailshark.com forward slash SPM, and let them know you heard them on the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast. Welcome to the show. Today's episode is going to be about the Pizza and Pasta Expo in the Northeast. This is going to be a solo show, so there's no guest on. It's just me and you talking about this year's Pizza and Pasta Expo. The Pizza and Pasta Expo is in Atlantic City, New Jersey. And first of all, as much as I love New Jersey in the New York area, Atlantic City is not my favorite place in the world. Uh, maybe it's different in the summertime, but I always seem to go there in October when uh, the Pizza and Pasta Expo is happening, and it's not the most exciting place in the world other than the casinos, and um, let's just leave it at that. But this year's show seemed actually a little bit smaller than last year. So last year was the first year that they brought the show back to Atlantic City into the East Coast area, and this is the second time it's been there. And I think this year's show seemed a little lighter than last year. I remember going last year, and people always ask me, hey, should we go to the Atlantic City show or should we go to the Las Vegas show? And last year, I was telling people that I actually really enjoyed the Atlantic City version of the Pizza and Pasta Expo because it was a little bit smaller. But this year, it just seemed 
smaller than last year, and it didn't seem like there was too many people at the show. So let's break down each day and the seminars and keynote speakers for each one of those days, and then we'll get into the show floor later, and then the pizza contest, the Caputo Cup, we'll get into after that. So on Wednesday, the show was Wednesday and Thursday. On Wednesday, the keynote speaker from 10 to 11 a.m. in the morning was Frank Pinello from The Pizza Show. I actually met Frank because we were con- uh, both judges later on on Thursday for the pizza, the Caputo Cup. We were both judges there. And Frank's a really nice guy, really good guy, not a, not a speaker, right? So he's not going to be the most uh, – let, let's just say when you get up in stage in front of hundreds of people, it's it can be a little nerve-wracking. I know that because I speak at a lot of conventions and I speak at a lot of seminars. And getting up there your first time if you're not a speaker is not necessarily the the, the funnest thing in the world to do. It's nerve-wracking. You, you hope everything goes right. You hope that the information that you have relates to the audience that's attending, and it goes smoothly. So Frank did a really, really, really good job by not being not being a speaker. Frank did a good job. He talked about his pizza show. He talked about how he got started in the pizza business. You know, he, he went to culinary school, and then he opened Best Pizza in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, and he just wanted to use simple ingredients, have a slice shop that sold affordable slices to the neighborhood. And then the Munchies guys were right down the street. They thought it would be cool to hook up and go go around to these different pizzerias and kind of see the different styles of pizzeria that were available across the U.S. And he just kind of talked about how he got started with his restaurant, The Best Pizza in Brooklyn, and then how he got started with the pizza show and what he's learned traveling around the world, talking to different pizzeria owners and all the different styles of pizzerias that are available. And then he asked questions at the end. I thought he really did a good job with the Q&A. He seemed to thrive with the Q&A. He seemed more natural and more um, comfortable with answering people's questions than just standing up there talking and giving the speech. But overall, great keynote speech. He did a great job on that. Before the keynote speech, there are these little micro-seminars that are going on throughout the day. Actually, not throughout the day, only from 9 to 10 in the morning. So the seminars are from 9 to 10 in the morning. The keynote speech is at 10 o'clock, and then the doors open to the convention at 11, and then the the demos are uh, happening throughout the day on the show floor, as well as the Caputo Cup, which is happening, which is the contest for best pizza in different categories, which we'll get into later. So some of these seminars from 9 to 10 in the morning, I didn't attend the whole seminar. What I tried to do was I tried to pop in and out of each seminar, and I really wanted to gauge the speaker, the content, and the engagement of the audience. Those were my main three things that I wanted to kind of look at and see for future prospects for us in the future. Like we want to put on some shows. We want to put on some seminars, maybe even our own convention if, it, if, it's, if it's popular enough or the demand is there. So what I wanted to do is I wanted to go into these seminars because sometimes we want to have these seminar guests on as guests on the show and a great way to see how they're going to perform when you talk to them in a conversation or if they really know their stuff is to actually see them talking about the topic that they're supposed to be an expert on. So I popped in and out of these seminars throughout the course of Wednesday and Thursday and some of them did a really good job. But some of them I thought were a little nervous and some uh, didn't seem to have the audience there. So sometimes when you're given a seminar and there's nobody there to watch, you kind of really have a hard time talking about that topic. Because when you are giving a talk, and I talk at a lot of conventions and seminars, you get the feel of how your talk is going by the interaction that you get from the audience laughing or smiling or shaking their head up and down or disagreeing with you by nodding their head. 
And that's really how you get a feel for how your seminar is going. So if there's nobody in the room or there's four people in the room, it is really hard to get a gauge of how you're doing as a speaker and to get a feel for the room. So let's get into a couple of these seminars that I popped in and out of and who were the speakers and what was the content of these talks. So one of them was Mike Bausch, who is from Andalini's Pizzeria. His talk was all systems go, how to systematize and standardization benefit. I don't even know how to say that. How to system, how systemization and standardization benefits pizzerias. Uh, I actually walked into his seminar, sat for a few minutes. He actually was doing a pretty good job. I think he was more informational based, not necessarily um, theory based because he is an operator. He's been on the show in the past and he is a smart guy and knows what he's doing. So his talk was pretty good. It seemed like a full house. Uh, he seemed like he was engaging with his audience and doing a pretty good job. Uh, so that was one of the fuller rooms. There was also another room, community involvement, how rooting business in your community pays off. Uh, Scott Anthony was the seminar speaker for this one, along with my friend Billy Manzo from Federal Hill Pizza. And they talked a lot about how to get involved with your community and how that can benefit your business. The next one that I walked into was... Uh, food costs. Your restaurant is not average, so stop using national averages food costs to run your restaurant with David Scott Peters, who's known as the restaurant expert, who I've also had on the show. Uh, I would say out of all the speakers, David Scott Peters w was the most comfortable up there talking. You could tell he was comfortable. You could tell he knew his stuff, and you could see that the audience was engaged because they were taking notes. They were shaking their head and nodding and agreeing with him. They were asking questions, and he was doing a really good job of actually being engaging and talking and sometimes you have to remember as a speaker at events you're on stage and even if there's not a stage people are looking at you you have to be entertaining and informative and I think people try to give too much information and not enough entertainment and not enough engagement in interacting with the audience because if the audience is so super bored because all you're doing is feeding them information, they're not really going to retain that. So you have to do a good job of mixing mixing in a little entertainment and maybe even a little laughter in there as well. How, how many of you have gone to seminars and it's just slide deck after slide deck of information and the speaker is just literally reading off the slides and there's no interaction between the speaker and the audience or humor and it's just really boring. And you walk out of the room and you you're, you walk out of the room and you're like, that was kind of boring. I wish that I got my hour back. The next one that I popped into was getting social. Social media measures for today's pizzeria from Eric Shepard uh, of Auto Pizza. Eric has also been on the podcast. It was about three years ago, though. So what we talked about on that podcast may not be as relevant as it would be if we talked today. Because three years ago in marketing is like a thousand years ago. He talked about social media. He talked a lot about review management, about making sure that you claim your business listings, making sure that you you know have a presence on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, all the usual stuff that we've talked about on this podcast here. Eric did a good job. Uh, I know he's not a speaker, and I talked to him actually after his talk, and he's like, you know what? I'm not a speaker. Sometimes I get a little nervous up there, uh, but I wanted to give information and share what we do at Auto, and I thought Eric did a pretty good job of doing that. I'll tell you what. Out of all of these sessions, I think um, the most people I saw in any one room, and Michael Shepard actually had a talk to, but it was like 150 bucks, and I don't know. I, I feel like I'm probably going to get in trouble for saying this, but I don't think anybody had any information that was worth any additional money. And I know I'm going to get in so much trouble for saying that, but 
I just think that the things that we talk about at these seminars, you don't need money to, you don't need to pay money for. You can listen to podcasts like ours or go to the show and talk to these guys on the floor and ask them the couple questions that you have and get the same information. I don't necessarily think you need to pay $200 or $300 to watch an hour long seminar. Uh, That's my opinion though. And if yours is different, then listen, we're all entitled to our opinion and we all have them. So I just, that's just in my two cents for that one. But back to my overall feel of how these seminars were. I have to say, I was kind of disappointed with the turnout. I walked into four different rooms on Wednesday in two or three different rooms on Thursday. And I think the most people that were in any one particular room was like 15 or 20 people. And there was 100 seats. So it was hard to gauge the turnout because these rooms seemed empty. I mean, I walked into a couple of these rooms where these speakers were giving talks and there was like five people in the room. And I was shocked at how little people were turning out to these seminars. And I don't know if it was just a marketing job, like the expo didn't do a great job of marketing the, not necessarily the speakers, but the information that people were gonna learn and then what they were gonna walk away knowing after they've attended these seminars. I don't know if it was that, or I just don't know if it was a, just an overall low turnout for the show. But I, was, I remembered thinking to myself, and I talked to a few people who were in the audience, that, wow, these rooms are really empty. I've never been to a seminar before where there's 100 seats and six people sitting in the audience. It just seemed really weird to me. But the information was good. I'd say overall the information was, a, was, a, was pretty good. The talks were okay. Um, but it was a really low turnout. And then on Thursday, I walked into a couple of the same seminars. I mean, they have same seminars Wednesday and Thursday. I think the the speakers are all the same. I think there was five or six speakers, and they were both speaking on Wednesday and Thursday. Maybe the topic was a little bit different, uh, but it was the same speakers on all on both days. So take that for what you will. And except for on Thursday, I walked into Scott Wiener's talk and he basically ran a poll of pizza lovers and was giving out information for operators to say, hey, listen, this is what my audience, who is Scott, Scott Wiener runs Scott's Pizza Tours, and his audience is people who love pizza, right? It could be a mix of operators and a mix of customers. But what he did was he ran a poll and asked questions of what people who love pizza want to see out of a restaurant. And I thought that was a pretty good seminar. This was one of the more full seminars. I mean, by more full, I think there was 20 people in there. Uh, but he, Scott's great. Scott's a really good, does a really, really good job of letting his passion for pizza come out and being informative. I think there's a mix there. You have to be informative, you have to have some passion, and you have to be a little funny. And Scott does all of those things. So he is a great speaker. And when you watch Scott speak, you walk away saying, you know what, that was good. That was a good hour I just spent because I learned something, it was fun, and the hour went by quick. And that's how you tell if you're a good speaker or you have a good seminar is if those three things all come together. And Scott did a tremendous job on that. So his seminar was about that. We're gonna actually have Scott come on the podcast in a few weeks and maybe go over those numbers. And maybe we'll run a different poll with his audience and say, hey, listen, these are the questions you wanna know and we'll have Scott come on and join us and share those poll numbers so you can get a gauge of what the customer base really wants from you. And that's what his seminar was about. So those were the seminars. Uh, the keynote speakers were Frank, Anthony. Frank talked about his journey along the pizza world. Anthony talked about the same thing. Anthony is more of a consultant 
And his keynote speech was on Wednesday at uh, 10 a.m. before the show opened. I'm actually on Thursday, sorry, before the show opened. And he talked about what it was like kind of being a pizza consultant. He's an international pizza consultant. He goes all around the country and the world uh, helping people open up pizzerias. And But he doesn't necessarily do the marketing, but he comes up with the branding, uh, the 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 logo, the design, and then he helps you come up with the recipe. So he basically went over what it was like to work with pizzerias in Brazil or in uh, Asia, in Canada, and come up with these different categories of pizza. And what they do is they like to go to the local cuisine and see what people in the area are eating and then incorporate that into their pizza menu. And that's kind of what his talk was about. I didn't stay for his whole talk because I had to do some judging for the Caputo Cup. So I stayed for the first half an hour, and that's what he got into. I missed the second half an hour in the question, so I don't know if he was good or bad at that. But Anthony's a unique character for sure. And he does a good job, again, of being a little putting a little humor and information in there. So he, he I thought his talk was pretty well. All right, now let's move on to the show floor. This year's show floor at the Pizza and Pasta Expo, in comparison to last year and the one in Vegas, was really small. And I didn't see anything that jumped out at me that said, you know what, you have to go check this out. It didn't seem like it was tremendously packed. I'd say the biggest or the busiest area was in the back where the Caputo Cup was, and Forza Forni over and had a lot of great chefs in there demonstrating how they do Forza Forni in all fairness, is a sponsor of the podcast, but they had Mangieri, they had Roberto Capriccio there, they had some other folks demoing how to make pizza with their ovens, I thought they had a really good booth, and then, of course, the Caputo Cup is in the back where the competitors are. So here's how the the floor works. You walk in the front door, and there's corridors of booths for anything from direct mail to new equipment, ovens, all kinds of different cheeses and sauce, and all the usual characters that get booths to demo their products at these events and on the corners there's four corners there's when you walk into the left there was a pizza demo corner the far left in the back corner there was a pasta demo corner and then on the right side there was another pasta demo and in the back right corner there's the caputo cup where these contestants from all over the country come create their best product in the different categories they have which are neapolitan traditional non-traditional and gluten-free. Neapolitan is obviously Neapolitan style. They have to go by certain characteristics of the pizza. Traditional is just your traditional pizza with one topping at the most. Non-traditional, you get as creative as you want. In gluten-free category, which is the one that I judged, which is everything on the pizza has to be gluten-free. And those are the three or the four demo, well, there's three demo areas and then the Caputo Cup. I have to say, so Frank Pinello put on a demo. Anthony put on a demo. Tony Gemignotti had a demo. And there was a few other pizza pizza people demos, which seemed to have a pretty good turnout. Frank Pinello's turnout, he did a slice demo, which was really good. Uh, Anthony Falco did a thin and crispy demo, which was packed. And then the two pasta demos had nobody. And I don't know if there's just nobody interested in the pasta demos, but I felt really bad for the people demoing at the pasta area because I know the guys. And I know they're really good guys. They're really good chefs. They work hard on these recipes. And then they go to do these demos. And again, two people in the audience. And you almost, at least if it was me, I would be like, what am I doing? Why am I doing this pasta demo for two people? Like, it's kind of embarrassing. For me, I would be embarrassed to do it. Because, like, you want 
to promote it, right? Promote that for me. Tell the people in the audience that, hey, you have to come over here and check this out because this pasta demo is going to be something you can add into your restaurant, and it's going to be amazing. And I don't know if they, the show just didn't do that or I don't know what happened, but there was nobody at these two pasta demos. They have 100 chairs there of people watching, and there's just nobody there. And I don't know if they, there's just nobody interested in that or they just did a really bad job of marketing it. But either way, they need to do something different because there is just no interest in those pasta demos whatsoever. Now, the Caputo Cup. So the show floor for me, let me get back to the show floor. was good. There was nothing amazing at the show that I, did, that I, that I would think you'd have to check out. Uh, but for me, the part about the show floor that I love and the, the part that I suggest that people like yourself, if you're listening to this podcast and you operate a pizzeria... The best part about the show floor is really just networking with people and being able to see other people in the industry, ask them questions, hang out, see what's happening in their restaurant, and just meeting the people that you either engage with online. Because a lot of these people have been on our podcast or have emailed me and they listen to the show, and I've just never really met them in real life. So to shake somebody's hand, talk to them in person for five or 10 minutes and kind of get a feel for what they're doing in their business was fantastic for me. And I think that would be great for you as well. I don't know if it's the sh- this is the particular show that I would tell you to go visit because I didn't think it was fantastic. Maybe the one in Vegas would be better for that. But I have to say, as small a crowd as this show had, I did have a, a ton of conversations with folks. It was great meeting folks that listened to the show uh, and meeting them in real life and shaking their hand and saying hello. And that's an opportunity that I had here because it was less busy than the Vegas one. So maybe that is a bonus. I'm not sure. But that's what I like about the show floor. And if you're listening to this podcast and are an operator, you should go to this expo or if you do attend this expo or any expo or any seminar, try to plan ahead of what you're going to do and maybe uh, talk to some folks online and say, hey, let's meet up so we can talk in real life and kind of meet and walk around the show floor together because that's how you're going to get the most out of it is the networking that you get from these events. Not necessarily anything that happens there that is super fantastic. At least after listening to this podcast, you're going to realize that this show didn't have anything super fantastic. Uh, So that's the show floor. And then let's get into the Caputo Cup. Now, in all honesty, we I've heard about this Caputo Cup for a long time and these world pizza champions or the U.S. pizza team, and I didn't get it. Uh, I did get it because I've had these guys on the show and they say, listen, it does get you exposure, but I didn't really get it until I judged. And there was a ton, a ton of great pizza makers that entered the contest that we have. And some of the pizzas that we had coming into the the judges area were just simply amazing. So I judged the gluten-free category. uh, And then it was me, Alberto from Forza Pizza, Justin uh, Bazdarich, who was Speedy Romanos, who I've had on the show before. We were the gluten-free judges, and some of these gluten-free pies that we had come across our table and try out were simply amazing. My daughter is uh, gluten intolerant. She can have gluten, but she shouldn't. So I've eaten a ton of gluten-free pizza over the course of the last five years, so I know how bad some of these gluten-free products are. And some of these pizzas that had come across our table were amazing. You would never know. There was actually a couple that we had to have Tony Gimignani say, Tony, come on over here for a second. Help us out. Is this really gluten-free? This tastes such like a real pizza that we could not tell that it was a gluten-free pie. And Tony's like, taste it. One day he's like, yeah, that's gluten-free. No, yeah, he smelled it, taste it. Yep, that's gluten-free. Uh, so that was pretty amazing. And I have to say, I didn't get it before, but if you're going to enter these contests, it's hard. 
Some of these guys make their dough in the hotel room. Uh, they have to, uh, they get their ingredients lost. So really to make your best pizza possible in the atmosphere that they have available to them is just amazing. And some of these pizzas, if they could do that in the areas they had to work with at the pizza contest, I could only imagine what their pizzas taste like in their kitchen. So that was a good experience for me judging the uh, Caputo Cup and uh, the winning pizza was fantastic. I think it was for, uh, John Chez from King Humberto's had a vodka sauce uh, Sicilian pizza that was just amazing. And I didn't know, we didn't know it was his at the time, but we definitely knew when that pizza came across our table that it was going to be the winner because it, it just knocked off all the categories. So my overall experience with this year's Pizza and Pasta Expo, I would say was good, not great. I didn't love the show. I thought the seminars were average. I thought the show floor was small and not crowded. The Caputo Cup was fun, but in all honesty, it was fun because I judged it and I got to eat a lot of pizza from some great pizza makers. Uh, so I would give it an average. I would give it an overall average experience. I don't know if I would tell people that they have to go visit the Pizza and Pasta Expo in the future, and I feel bad saying that, but I feel like that's my job. I feel like my job here is to help you figure out where you should put your attention and if certain things are right for your business in order to grow it. And I don't know if I would say this is an event that you have to attend. And maybe that'll change next year. So this is the second year they've done it. And sometimes there's growing pains and things you have to work on and change. But moving forward, we'll see what happens next year. I think I'll give it one more year. I'll attend next year. And if I feel the same way about attending the show next year that I do this year, Maybe that will be my last, but we're working on some things over here at the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast too, so maybe we'll have an opportunity to say hello in a different environment. So thank you so much for tuning in to the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast. I hope you enjoyed my kind of recap slash review of this year's Pizza and Pasta Expo. And don't forget, this show is also brought to you by us over at the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast. We have a marketing platform for you that can help you grow your marketing digitally. You're looking to use digital advertising, Google, Facebook, Instagram, email marketing, Facebook bots, anything digital that's going to help you get exposure and attention from your core audience or your core customer base in your area, we can help you do that. But we only work with one pizzeria per zip code, and those zip codes are filling up pretty quickly. So head over to smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash zip and put your information in there, and someone will contact you and let you know if your zip code is available, and then we can have a conversation of what your goals are, what your business is like, and Hopefully, we can work together to help you grow your business. And if you are a more hands-on type person, then go check out the Mastermind Group. The Mastermind Group has all of our webinars, all of our tutorials, our private Facebook group, uh, email access to me for your questions about marketing or business, all of that for a low, low monthly fee. It's really, really low. It's embarrassingly low for me. And I get made fun of a lot by my friends, but I don't care. So head over to smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash mastermind for that and connect with us on facebook we'll be doing some live shows over there with scott and some guys i met at the show a lot of good podcast episodes coming up in the future frank's going to come on the show anthony falco will be back on the show mangieri is going to do a live episode with us over on facebook so go uh, hit the like button on our facebook page and follow us on instagram because we'll be announcing who and when those interviews are coming up in the future over there on instagram we are at smart pizza marketing on twitter at irving media and all the show notes for this episode and everything we talked about and suggested for you to do is over at smartpizzamarketing.com. So, okay, guys, thank you so much for your attention. I very, very much appreciate it. 
Reach out to me anytime on any of those platforms I mentioned, and we'll see you on the next episode.